Bible says in Psalm 19 that the heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament showeth his handiwork. But then if you read that psalm, it goes from nature then to the people of God, that we declare his glory. And that's ultimately missions is both about reaching souls for Christ, but then giving glory and honor to the Lamb eternal. So that's uh, just wonderful songs this morning. Great singing. Let's ask God to bless the service. Would you pray together with me? Lord, we love you and thank you that you have brought us here. Lord, this is your day, and we've set it aside as we do each week for your honor and for your glory. So I pray that you would bless the preaching and the singing, the offering. I just pray that all that we do would just draw our hearts closer to you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please be seated. We have a lot planned for the service this morning, so I don't want to take too much time, but you should have a bulletin or at least one for your family. And there's some things I'd like to share with you this morning uh, that are up and coming. There's a couple of things in the bulletin. First of all, I want you to take a look at true enlightenment. A monk tells how he found true enlightenment. This is the track that Brother Bob DeWitt is preparing to bring to Myanmar. How many million of these? Four million. And he still needs to raise $20,000 to get all four million of them printed. Now, obviously, they're not going to be printed in English. They're going to be printed in Burmese, and they are going to be in a pamphlet, pamphlet form. So it looks like a miniature book. And he's got some on his display table if you want to take a look at that after. But because of the missions giving of Mount Greylock Baptist Church, we've had a surplus, and we were able to send him. I believe we sent you $1,000 for the, we did. We sent $1,000 for the printing of this. What is the total project? A hundred, um, it's not 20,000. The whole project you said was? $190,000. All right. So, but that's a miracle that you've, and this is maybe not even a year since you've been raising the money, or has it been a little less than a year? And so there's only $20,000 left. So that's amazing. Praise God. So, Dad, why don't you come on up? And uh, for those that weren't in Sunday school, let them know a little bit about Bob DeWitt, and then we'll show that video. All right, let them know a little bit about Bob DeWitt. Well, Bob DeWitt's kind of a different guy. And uh, I, Bob and I met, I don't even remember, has it been 20 years? About 20 years or so ago. And I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't even remember how we got put into contact. Maybe you called, maybe I invited you. I stalked you. You stalked <laughs> me. That I believe. And, <laughs> at that time, he was involved in the Solid Rock Youth Ministry. And... Um, did a wonderful job there. I remember going out to a youth rally or a youth conference in the Finger Lakes. And actually, my daughter, Talitha. I was at that conference and made sure that at that conference that she knew Jesus Christ as her Savior. So, <clears throat> well, these missions conferences really get to me. I tell you what, it's like a revival for me. And uh, so thankful that uh, our founding pastor was a missions-minded pastor. Amen. I'm thankful I had parents that were missions-minded, even though I, I didn't get saved. I don't believe I was 24 years old. I remember having missionaries to the house and 
giving them dinner in the church I grew up in, the Highwood Park Baptist Church. They practiced faith promise giving. And I remember all of that. And uh, God was using that to have an impact on my life. But uh, Bob is um, doing a wonderful work in Myanmar and uh, helping the Myanmar people. And we have a video that we're going to show now. And um, if you weren't in Sunday school, you missed a great time of uh, pictures and questions and answers. But we're going to go ahead and show that video. Uh, yes. One thing I should say is that this is several years old. So the Davis family that you will see that is on this video and getting ready to go have already been there several years now. Okay. And if you weren't in Sunday school, this, the Davis family, who we support, I gave a small testimony in Sunday school when they came here raising support. I had no, I, I, I just didn't think they were going to make it. And uh, they are literally, they were the very first residential missionaries in the country permanently located there since 1962. Wow. And then when COVID and, and the revolution hit, they were the in their town, the only missionaries that stayed. And, and, and all groups that were there as well. There were other groups trying to influence. The Mormons were there. The JWs were there. They all left. So they had free reign for the whole city, which is really cool. Davis will be back for a short time, just a few months this spring. Oh, okay. Up. Heads up, I'm going to get in touch with them because her dad pastors Troy. in Troy, New York. So, anyhow, let's go ahead and get the lights and we'll show this uh, video. And uh, then, Ethan, I'll let you come up and take over after that. Before a star ever shone, before the foundations of the earth were laid, before a bird ever sang, or great herds roamed the planet, mankind was in the heart of their creator God. He has revealed himself through nature, by his spirit, his eternal word, and by his preachers. As Jesus Christ revealed himself to a Jewish zealot named Saul, God changed his name and identity to Paul and called him to preach his gospel to the Gentiles. The Holy Ghost forbade Paul the Apostle to go into Asia, but in a vision he saw a man begging him to come over into Macedonia and help us. Immediately traveling to the chief Macedonian cities of Philippi and Thessalonica, forever Paul would be changed as God had put a people in his heart. From a prison cell, he later wrote of the Philippians, I have you in my heart. To the Thessalonians, he wrote, So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls, because ye were dear unto us. And God put the people of Burma into the heart of Adoniram Judson. But Burma, now known as Myanmar, is still today 96% Buddhist with an encroaching Muslim population. 
The urgency to reach Myanmar for Christ is greater now than ever. In 1962, a brutal military dictatorship swept into power, and all foreign missionaries were driven from the country, and the country became isolated from the entire world for 50-plus years. In the spring of 2008, Dr. Bob DeWitt received a Macedonia call from a gospel preacher in Old Burma. Brother DeWitt had a viable ministry across America, reaching troubled youth, Brother DeWitt traveled around the world to Myanmar, or Old Burma. To Brother Bob, it didn't make sense. But as he walked the streets of Old Rangoon and traveled from village to village, God was injecting his own love for the people of Myanmar into Bob's heart. Myanmar is the largest country in Southeast Asia. It is physically bordered by five countries and surrounded by 12, making it what we call the hub of the wheel in Southeast Asia. We want to train a spiritual army of preachers and young people armed with the Word of God to go not only across Myanmar, but out the spokes of the wheel to the surrounding people groups. Ten years ago, our church knew very little about the people in the country. Since then, we've adopted them as a people group in order to do what we can to ensure that they hear the gospel of Christ. Over the past ten years, we've sent tracts in Bibles, in literature, to help them to know about our Savior. We have helped them build buildings. We have sent eight of our people over there on mission trips. Presently, we're purchasing property for a new church building. Through the missions board of our church, God has placed the Burmese people in my heart. In 2016, I went on my first mission trip with my husband. And as soon as we landed over in Old Burma, I fell in love with the people over there. What I saw the three weeks that I was over there with my eyes affected my heart and I cannot wait to get back over there telling our precious people about Christ. Through GLBM, God has placed a love for the Burmese people in my heart. Through GLBM, God has changed the way I've looked at missions. In 2011, I went on my first trip to Myanmar and God put the Burmese people in my heart. That's why I've gone twice now and that's why I give to GLBM. In January 2017, I was able to take my first mission trip and it was to Burma. And ever since then, the people of Myanmar have been in my heart. I pray for them daily. God has spoken to me to be a missionary to Burma. We have seen God work in the hearts and lives of His people through prayer, through giving, and through going. Because of what I learned through GLBM, I now have a bigger burn for souls, not only in Burma, but in my hometown as well. I'm so glad that God has called me to Burma. For years, Burmese Bibles have been shipped from America to Bangkok, Thailand, and then taken into Myanmar. But now, because of recent changes in the Myanmar government, we can purchase these Bibles in the city of Yangon for as little as $4 each. No more smuggling, no customs fee, and no restrictions. In October 2017, GLBM purchased the first truckload of Burmese Bibles and distributed them to the churches freely. Some say that Myanmar is still a closed country and the work of God cannot be done. Yet, GLBM has sponsored many evangelistic preaching meetings and pastors' conferences since 2009. In January 2017, Brother DeWitt led a team to the southern city of Molomia, where they held an open-air crusade and freely distributed the scriptures in the streets to the general public. A public mass river baptism service was held on the Mississippi of Old Burma. 
with hundreds of Buddhists and Muslims watching. We rest today and uh, we start our church. Uh, almost every week, people trust Christ. Brother Timothy, Timothy Davis, they are coming soon. We are very excited. He will lead uh, our soul winning program and uh, discipleship program. After three years of missionary deputation, Tim and Annie Davis will leave America and take their young family to Myanmar. The Davises will be the first residential missionary family in Old Burma since it was officially closed in 1962. Even though God has opened many doors, they go by faith with a deep love for the Myanmar people in their hearts. Myanmar is an ancient country with hundreds of different people groups and languages. Even though the people are primarily Buddhist, they are hungry for spiritual truth. It has been our honor and privilege to be first contact with several different people groups, tribes, and villages where no missionary has ever gone. These people have never heard of Jesus. They've never been exposed to a church or the word of God. But everywhere we go inside Minma, we are received warmly and many are being saved. We're working with many national pastors in Myanmar who are preaching the gospel, winning their own people to Christ, planning and building new churches and caring for many orphans at the same time. These are real servants of the Lord, spiritual men with an anointing from God, teaching and preaching sound Bible doctrine. It's a joy to visit their ministries on a regular basis, to meet their people, see the progress they're making on their churches and help meet some of their needs, both financial and physical. And our Bethany Baptist Church have been uh, doing many things, but um, uh, especially the orphanage ministry and the Bible college ministry. Since 2008, our church started 10, church, 10 other churches. Every Sunday, we gather together worship with my church member. We praise for uh, so many in this year of so many and baptized. And Sometimes they go out and tell to unbeliever and their testimony to a young boy decided like to be pastor. Next year, two children attend to Bible college, Mr. Tong. In 2010, February, they started Grace Baptist Church in Okan this area. They never, never fail them to see souls get saved. Since GLBM, they are partnering with GLBM and because of your financial support able them to do more for God. Uh, the first service uh, around uh, 34 people. So when it is uh, usually I go every uh, every Friday and uh, sun, uh, Saturday morning but what God has given we will provide uh, we will help together but the greatest gift is uh, you know I need to uh, clear about salvation yes i want to say thank you for uh, our sandy church lighthouse baptist church and appreciate for our mission board glbm baji bob and uh, his 
uh, uh, staff over there. They blessed us in such a way that we cannot even explain because they are willing, when the country was closed, they are willing to come and willing to suffer with us. And thank you so much, GLBM. Keep pressing on. Many of our people suffer every day of their life and then die and drop into a devil's hell without ever hearing one time that God became a man to die on a cross to pay for their sin like ours with his own precious blood. These are the people whom God has put in our hearts. Please pray for them. We're hoping that you will partner with us to take the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to those who have never heard.
Amen. Has your heart been touched this morning already? Amen. God's at work. As the West is increasingly secular and hostile to the gospel message around the world, in the continent of Asia, the continent of Africa, the church is growing leaps and bounds. And we get to have a part in that. What is God up to in the world? God is going forward whether or not we have a part. But we get to have a part. And as you give to missions, you watch that, you can know. The, the Apostle Paul described it as fruit that abounds to our account. What God is up to is this. He's up to that day in eternity where the thousands upon thousands sing a new song saying, Thou art worthy. They say, For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. So don't just get focused on what's going on right here and now, but let God open your eyes. See the world. What, was that, what did that song say? Let me see the world through the eyes of Jesus. I'm going to ask this, Deborah. Would you just start the next song softly? But let's pray together right now. Would you just take a minute and say, God, just think, just process for a minute. Just process everything that you've heard. In a quiet moment, just ask God to speak to your heart this morning in the time that's left. Maybe there's a young person here. And this morning, God is going to touch your heart and say, I want you to give your life to missions. So, well, I have a plan. I know what I'm doing in college. I have, I, I've got my life all planned out. Will you give God permission this morning to interrupt your plans? Parents, will you say, God, would, if you call my children, I'll send them. Would you just say, God, however you speak, I will obey. God, however you speak to me this morning, I'll be yielded to you. Lord, we are so thankful for how you've met with us already. God, I just pray that the work that you want to do today in this church, in our hearts, Lord, I pray that we would be completely and entirely surrendered to you. Lord, fill this place with your spirit. Move among us. We surrender to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to invite John and Henry to come to the piano this morning. And um, how many of you have enjoyed or you've been blessed by getting to know our brother John this last year? You can clap. That's all right. Yeah, praise the Lord. John is, um, this is your second year here studying in the United States, and you are from China. And Henry has joined this year, and we're looking forward to getting to know you as well. But I asked these two to sing and play the piano. It's hereditary as you, as you see that. Um, John and Henry worship God in an underground church in China. And they, you meet in a, in a business place, place of business, right? It's like a office building or something like that. Different churches. Yeah, but neither, neither church is a legal church, is that right? Yeah. 
put them on the spot here. They didn't know there was going to be an interview. But they just worshiped the Lord, and um, it's challenged my heart to see John just singing in church. This song is called The Love of Healing. It's They're going to sing in Chinese, but don't worry, we have an interpreter. Aaron, Aaron did his best, so the lyrics may not match the melody perfectly, but just listen to them sing, and we have a translation of the song. Um, but thank you guys. We love you, and uh, just excited to see what God's going to do in your life. Thank you. 
formation first in your life. Ken K.O., who's not here today, is traveling, and he, uh, the K.O.'s host these boys in their home, but Ken sent me a video one day of John and his mom singing together over a Zoom call, singing songs of praise to the Lord. John playing the piano. Henry gets up uh, pretty early, right, Trina? Has Bible study with his mom, five in the morning. Bible study with his mom each and every morning. That is how, you see, when we come, either Jesus is real and he's alive, or we're wasting our time this morning. He's either alive and he's making a difference in our hearts, or we might as well be watching sports today. But we believe that Jesus is alive, and that he's at work, and he can make a difference in our lives.